Welcome to the Woolwork Podcast. Encouraging a love for local wool, wherever your local is, and celebrating the value and skill in woolwork everywhere. Welcome to Woolwork's first episode of 2021. Hello. Hi. Uh, Happy New Year, if it's not too late to say so, on what is currently the 14th of February, as I am recording. Thank you for joining me um, for another episode, as I say, the first of this year. Um, I hope you're well. I hope that you have a nice drink, hot drink or or a beverage of choice and um, that you have some knitting or making of some description and that you are in a comfortable spot for the next however many minutes this podcast is going to be. And if you're not in a comfortable spot, I hope you're out taking a constitutional somewhere or or uh, doing something nice. I know that there is the housework podcast listeners out there. Um, I've been told many times of how often this podcast accompanies toilet cleaning and the likes, but ugh, sit down, sit down, sit, well, maybe not the toilet, but sit down, sit down and, and uh, have a chin wag with me. Um, I want to start by saying thanks to everybody who tuned in in December and got in touch to say lovely things about the Scotland Outdoors podcast. Um, and if you didn't hear about that. I was on the BBC Scotland Outdoors podcast and uh, that is a podcast from the BBC programme Out of Doors and um, I was on there talking about wool. And a special thanks to those of you who got in touch after I talked about the anxiety and um, kind of imposter syndrome and all that that I've been been sort of dealing with a lot of you saying you felt similar and I can or feel similar um, and I can only emphasize um, that um, yeah I I feel the same way Um, I think it's something that living in the Covid times has really really heightened in a lot of us and I think there's a lot a lot of people who are probably dealing with these feelings for the first time as well um, during this last year and we're fast approaching it becoming a year in fact as I record today about this time last year I was buying um, hand sanitizer and my colleagues at work were laughing at me because they were like oh do you think that we're all going to be contagious and we're all going to be you know ill and and smitten smit is a really good scottish word to pass on um when it comes to uh, uh infections you you carefully don't smit me uh i don't know where it comes from maybe it's a shetland word uh, uh i'm not looking into that but there you go is a good word um yeah so and then a month later we all were sent home um to work from home so if you didn't let, listen to that episode, I was talking about how I'd really struggled with recent events that, that I'd been involved with and that I'd been talking at, you know, in the wool world and in my 
you know, work world, um, feeling introverted, feeling inadequate, feeling like an imposter. But on the other side of that, not having missed doing those things all that much. So I was feeling in- introspective about all of that, and I still am a bit. And um, and yeah, there were one or two people who were who got in touch to say, I didn't think you were introverted. And, you know, to be honest, I kind of eye-rolled that a little bit because... Well, maybe I should put it this way. Think of it as energy. If you're using energy in different ways, um, it can be it can be tiring. Um, you know, if you're using that energy at different levels or calling on that energy from a place deep down inside you, trying to find that energy, then that is tiring and um, discombobulating and it can sometimes take a lot to come back from that. Um, introverts don't keep to our quarters, no matter how much we like to. Um, uh, you know, we're still passionate, idealistic, creative, empathic, driven, you know, lovers of a cause or lovers of a project. Um, so, when, you know, just because we're introverted, we don't shy away from those things. But the levels of overwhelm are are much bigger and it's fucking exhausting sometimes. Anyway, as I say, it seems like the COVID times have have kind of had that effect on a lot of us and making us reevaluate things. And um, and again, like I said last time, if that's the worst thing that, that COVID can do to me, make me reevaluate these things, then I'm okay with that, I think. One thing I say about imposter syndrome, though, I saw a really great um, post on Instagram the other day, and of course I didn't save it, but it was talking about imposter syndrome and it's saying how that is, you know, built on feelings of imposter syndrome are built on fe- from feelings of oppression um, and of being oppressed. Um, and so, yeah, that gave me it gave me a bit of food for thought as well, actually. And um, if I find it, I'll post it in the show notes. Um, I should say, if this is the first time you're coming to the Wool Work podcast, um, and I haven't mentioned Wool in the last however many minutes of my opening, <laughs> um, welcome. Uh, you will find that there are show notes uh, and a whole website uh, at www.woolwork.net. Somebody got in touch, funnily enough, via the website to say they couldn't find the show notes from the last episode, and they are there. You just have to have to have a wee look. Um, for for ease, if you go to woolwork.net and click on podcasts, that is usually where you'll find the show notes for each episode, along with photographs and links. And uh, you can listen on the website as well as listening to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, anyway, back to reevaluating and and things like that. Um, <clears throat> so I was thinking about doing this podcast um, and as you'll note there wasn't an episode last month I sat down which was the day of the seventh podiversary of the podcast with a pen and paper and I wrote down the things that I 
was enjoying about making the podcast and the things that I enjoyed when I first started making the podcast. And I was really interested and I, I you know, I'm not, don't necessarily need to share those things with you, but um, one of the things that I just came away with sort of an overwhelming feeling of needing, needing to walk it back a bit, I... Yeah, to be able to enjoy continuing to do this podcast, I think I need to walk it back a bit. I don't, I'm not going to put pressure on myself or the rest of us to do things like wool exploration until, until I feel ready. It's a lot to administer to. And um, because very soon I will have to, you know, delete all links to Ravelry because at the end of next month the classic um, version of Ravelry will go away and I can't use the new version Um, so you know it's really difficult and I I, you know I find that um, I have been shying away from thinking about that I just don't have the mental bandwidth um at the moment and I know that's really really tough because you know that's an incredible community that has been built up around this podcast and the work work that we do via Ravelry and yeah I need to it's hard it's really 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 hard I you know I'm sorry um but you know it's a decision that's been forced upon me because I I and many others like me, um, and worse, cannot deal with the visual inaccessibility issues um, on the new site. And um, yeah, so um, so yeah, I, I just need to to walk it back. Um, so podcasts might be shorter, <laughs> like I've ever done a short podcast. But yeah, I might there might a podcast might be just about one or two things. Or quite quickly, we might go back to doing things in a similar way as we've done before. But to enjoy it, it's got to work, right? Um, So whatever works. So on this episode of the podcast, um, I'm going to talk about my works in progress. I'm going to talk about um, a pattern that caught my eye this week. And that might be it. (laughs) Um, and I hope that that's something that you can also be on board with um, and you know Wool Exploration will be back we still have Shropshire and Whiteface Woodland from last year's Wool Exploration to look at we'll get there, we will I strongly in- encourage you to continue with your wool work and you know if you find that there are breeds that um, you find that are new to you. Look at the wool exploration that we've done before. If you think that there is breeds that we should be doing, then you know, drop me an email. Let me know. We can definitely put that on the list for when wool exploration comes back with uh, gusto. There is uh, a wool exploration Instagram feed now, and I'm going to be updating that 
just every couple of weeks or so with nutshell proportions reviews of some of the wool exploration that we've done so far. So uh, it's instagram.com slash wool underscore exploration. And so far up there, there is uh, Cheviot, Gotland, North Ronaldsea and Hebridean. Um, I'm going to add more, um, but uh, it's good. It's getting lots of followers, which is really, really lovely. Um, it's nice to be able to share uh, with social media um, some of these findings that we've discovered in our wool exploration. I link to where the episode can be heard, and um, hopefully people are, you know, taking their exploration uh, a bit further and listening to to the findings and um, and taking it on. So um, that will be getting added to more and more um, in dribs and drabs as we go on um, and eventually we'll get up to date with all of the wool exploration that we have done. Um, I should really put a list up of all of the wool exploration that we've done. Um, but yeah, if there is anything that you want us to look at in the future as a group, then email me, uh, wool work podcast at gmail.com feel free to suggest and um, I will certainly add that to the list for future podcasts anyway time to um, refresh your cup let's get going with what we've been knitting I have been getting a bit more cast on happy um, since the end of the year, you might remember that I had um, really been keeping to very small projects and not been putting pressure on myself to to knit big or overly complicated things um, just because of all the things that we've already discussed. Um, so currently on my pins are all the things that I mentioned last time. Uh, my Pity Leaves sweater by Donna Smith taking a nice slow and steady pace and I'm really enjoying using used wool Tua for this. It's a blend of the North Atlantic breed wools. Um, it is the sweater if you haven't seen it it's from the Shetland Wool Week annual so it's only available in the annual at the moment. Uh, it is a sweater with um, a small leaf lace motif on the front really really nice uh, as I say it's it's very med- meditative <laughs> um, enjoying that a lot um, uh, the tabular sweater from Pom Pom 23 by Maya Moeller um, I am really enjoying that as well but that is taking a bit of a rest it's not quite in the naughty corner but it's in the thinking corner because I have to do a bit of maths and as I think about it um, because um, it's an interesting construction and um, I'm really enjoying knitting it but I want to make it slightly longer and um, I'm looking at path, uh, people who've made it um, sort of on Instagram and blogs and I've seen some people who said that there's potentially problems if you lengthen it because it's knit in pieces so if you lengthen the front apparently you need to do a bit of mathematics to find out how much to lengthen it on the back yeah I'm setting it aside until that can be pondered some more if you've knit the tabular 
sweater and you've lengthened it or you've you encountered issues or or you you have you know you didn't <laughs> then um leave a comment on the show notes for this episode i'd love to hear um about your your um experience with that uh, but the i'm knitting it in jimson smith jumper weight and it's it's fantastic really enjoying it and really really like the unusual construction um, I finished knitting the Castile hat from Wooly Wormhead in Ginger Twist Studio Hand Dye. Um, and I've not even blocked that. It's a squishy sucker. It looks great. I've just put it straight on my head. <laughs> um, I also knit and finished an antler hat, um, which is a free pattern from Tin Can Knits, um, in another Ginger Twist Studio yarn. I think it was, I've got the navy blues colourway. Um, but I made that a bit too small, so I've sent that home. <laughs> for my nephew or niece to to have because it it's just a bit too small for me. And the current object of my affection uh, in the whip stakes is a test knit for Gudrun Johnson. Uh, Gudrun is soon to be releasing an iron weight bottom up seamless saddle shoulder sweater, um, which is called the Crofter Smock, inspired by fisherman's smock uh, it has optional deep side pockets um, some reverse stockinette side panels and sleeves and twisted stitches and double folded cuffs I have never done double folded cuffs it's just it's a whole lot of sleeve and it's a whole lot to love um, I'm knitting this in Aaron Jacob which I bought from Bluebell Yarns last year and I am very grateful to Terry C21 who very kindly agreed to part with her skein of the same yarn so that I had enough to make the yardage for the sweater. I was gonna knit the sweater in Jimison Smith wool and spun Aran, their old um, version of their Aran yarn um, and then I thought oh, I, could, I could look and see if anyone else has got this yarn and I have to say it's my it's been my first time on Ravelry um, for a long time looking just looking at people's stashes which is something I'm dread, going to miss dreadfully actually when, when I can't use Ravelry anymore um, and Terry C21 had one skein and I did that thing which I don't think I've ever done before of contacting someone to see if they would be happy to part with it because it wasn't it wasn't it was just marked as not for sale but terry was very nice and she was like mm, yeah well okay um and with the she had realized that it didn't really go well with the other colors of the dyed jacobs she had from bluebell yarns so um she sold her skein to me and with that bought another skein from bluebell yarns to go with the colors that she already had so it kind of worked out nicely for both of us. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, I once I got that skein from her, I was like, actually, I'm going to use this yarn um, for this pattern. So, um, yeah, I can't really say anything more about it because it's a test knit. Um, so, and the description I've given you is from Gudrun's test knit call. Um, but there's a photo as well, and it just looks the most wonderful um cozy sweater and it just something about it just called to me so yeah i've not done a test knit before well that's no, a lie i have done test knits before 
but a long time ago, and I've not done a test knit garment before. I didn't realise how, when you see instructions like cast on this way, you know, that there are so many things that you're like, well, actually, I like this cast on, or actually, I like this length of sleeve, and I'm, you know, and it's really interesting because obviously I'm knitting it to the pattern, to the letter, um, and it's really interesting to me how much I make little changes, more adapted to how I would normally do things. So it's it's wonderful, and I'm really enjoying the pattern, and I am. Um, I started on the second sleeve um, last night, so hopefully um, I'll get that sleeve knitted um, more today and then I can start on the rest of the body and the saddles, shoulders. I've never done saddle shoulders either, so that's going to be really interesting. Um, So yeah, if you're interested in uh, the crofter smock, then keep your eyes peeled on Gudrun's uh, Instagram. It's going to be released uh, next month. Um, when I get that whip pile down a little bit, I have two designs which I've seen this month which have really caught my eye. Um, the first one is the Mermaid Top by Rebecca McKenzie, who is Raging Pearl Wind on Instagram. And this is a really lovely sleeveless top with an old shell design on the upper body um, at the yoke. And... There are two patterns available. One is a crop top and the other is tunic length. Uh, They're both available through Rebecca's Etsy shop along with her other designs, uh, which is uh, etsy.com slash shop slash arranging pearl wind. I'll put the links in the show notes for you. Um, It's just, just lovely, darling, really, really um, beautiful pattern. Um, both of these patterns go up to 45 inch chest so it would be really lovely if they were available in a bigger range of sizes would be nice to see that Um, uh, but uh, yeah I I quite fancy uh, casting this on I have some lovely Cartrev yarn which I just got this week um some really colourful minis which would be nice to do the old shale in and I have some uh, BFL um, for the body so I think that's what I would make that in. Um, The other pattern that really caught my eye recently um, is Maddie Harvey's Columella shawl. Um, She was wearing this in one of her uh, videos she does on a Thursday and um, it was previously published in Making Stories. It's a big hug of a shawl. I think it's like a parallelogram shape. It has a very simple elegance about it. Um, and uh, Maddie even has some kits available on her website. Um, so I'll put a link in the show notes uh, for that. I think that is also made, I think it was also in a, in a Welsh mule um like Gertrude is a Welsh mule, I think. But it's just really nice. As I say, it's it's um, it's got sort of like a broken rib, um, but also has um, chevron detail uh, in lace eyelets, and it's just gorgeous. Yeah, there's, that has really, really caught my eye. And sometimes, and I have found that I like a bigger shawl. Um, when I first started started knitting, I did a lot of sort of neckerchiefs and simple triangles and I love those but I really love a big hug of a shawl um, 
I wear my Greer shawl, or the two Greer shawls that I have quite a lot, um, by um, Isabel Kramer. And the other shawl I wear a lot um, is one that uh, Victoria Bennett made for me um, in Old Maiden Aunt Yarn. And it's just like a big hug. Um, so, yeah, Columella, um, very nice, uh, gorgeously huge. Well, I think that will do for this episode. Um, next episode, I am going to have a review for you of Popcorn and Crocodiles, newest incarnation of the Adventures in Yarn uh, notebook, um, which um, Emily sent me um, to review, and also there's one to give away. So that um, is going to be later this month or next month um, and I'll do a blog about that as well um, very excited about that thank you so much for listening I really really appreciate it I really appreciate all your likes and comments online um, I have to say though that I've switched all of my social medias to private for the time being I'm finding a lot of social media is just horrid <laughs> A lot of sentiment is just horrid just now and I can't seem to click on anything without seeing responses from people whose sole goal is to just disagree. So please don't be offended if you know you request a follow and I don't follow back or I don't follow back immediately or I don't respond right away. In the same sense of the podcast has got to work for me and I've got to enjoy it. I've got to be able to enjoy social media as well and I, and I haven't been lately so I've kind of locked it all down a little bit to think think of it as I bu- I'm building a, a blanket fort for myself at the moment <laughs> um, and that is just a necessary part of, of the blanket fort <laughs> listeners I hope you're well if you're not well I hope that you have someone to talk to or someone and someone to look after you um, if you don't I hope you have people that you can reach out to um, I'm sending you a massive audio hug and um, I look forward to the next episode when we can meet again until next time take good care bye for now good night Kat. see you tomorrow good night, take care of that throat a big spinning star now, remember? This California dude is just a little heavier than usual tonight. Really? From where I stand, the sun is shining all over the place.